All right, all right, all right. Man, I'm ready for another episode, guys. I'm excited. This Let's one, this. guys, I'm really fucking excited to bring to you guys. Me and Danny both are. You're the shit out of me. Sorry. <laughs> I, brought, I, brought that <laughs> I, Matt, I, brought, I brought that Matthew McConaughey energy. Oh, right? I mean, like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Bro, I, got, I got excited. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I didn't mean to blow, I didn't mean to blow out your ears. That bro. energy. That energy. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, man. Um, but guys, we're really excited to bring you guys another episode. Not, you know, when we started this podcast, guys, we were kind of like, well, what is it going to be? Do we really want this name? We, I don't know. We were kind of trying to figure it out. And it's, dude, we've been sitting on this name for probably a year. Right, Lanzo? Mm-mm. More? More. So it's been over a year, guys, that we've been sitting on this, on this Creative Cave name. We had no idea what we wanted to do with it. And then we came up with an idea, which we still plan to do one day, guys. Trust me, the idea we have... Is gonna be fucking phenomenal. I I think it's gonna be a game changer for not only for us for the community but the community in general for LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really excited. Um, but you know what? We'll talk about that in another episode. Right now, we're here to introduce you guys to a badass photographer. Let me tell you guys something about this guy. Thank you, man. So the first time I ever met Chris, right? I was actually uh, photographing Dodger Stadium, and I happened to look over to my left, and I was like, <laughs> wait. This guy looks fucking familiar. And then I was like, no, that's not him. That's not him. That's not him. And I was like, no, no, it's him. It's him. So I was like, shit, should I go say hi? I don't know. I don't want to seem like, a, you know, I don't want to be like that guy. Um, so I was just like taking my pictures, taking my pictures. And then he was about to leave and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go say hi. <laughs> so, I remember that. I remember that. So dude. I was like, hey, dude. Are you are you Chris Balladares? And he's like, yeah, man. I was like, dude, I fucking look up to your pictures, man. Like, your shit's legit. Which, guys, <laughs> if you guys haven't seen his Instagram yet, go check it out. You will not be disappointed. Like it's, right now, right like, now. Stop Click what you're right doing. You know, pause this episode. Get out of my Twitch. I don't care what you have to do. Go check out this this guy's. Go there Instagram. now. <laughs> his Instagram, guys, is so vibrant. It's so detailed. It. it <clears throat> You know what's crazy? I've always heard that every book you read is like going to a new world, right? So that's literally what his Instagram does. He takes you to a whole new world every single time. Every single photograph is just mind-blowing, right? Wow. But, you know, speaking of that, I actually saw a quote the other day, and I want to read it to you guys. It says, we take photographs as a return ticket to a moment otherwise gone. Whoa. Mic drop. Whoa. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that, was, so, that was sick. So with that being said, guys, like his photographs literally take you to that moment. Like that's the best way I can say it. You know what I mean? And and if you haven't traveled to different places, like let's just say, for instance, France, and if you haven't traveled to like Thailand, go check out his Instagram. These guys travel not only to Thailand, but also to France and everywhere in between. His photographs, sure. dude, are thanks bro thanks yeah it's, it's crazy it's crazy that you say that because like you know i don't like i i just whenever i go out there i i really wherever i go you know i don't really like put thought in like this is what type of emotion that i'm gonna come out with you know it's usually always 
right there and then. But that, that's inter- that's interesting that you say that though, dude, because. I don't. I don't really look at it like that. Sometimes, <laughs> that's dude, it, bro. You know, honestly, it's like photography in general, man, is 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 a special thing, dude. We actually just talked about this in the last episode, where I, with everything going on right now, I kind of feel obligated to document what's been going on. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. like somebody has to do it, and why not be the photographers nowadays? Like, we're we're the best people fit to do it. Yeah, we we see things in a different perspective that other people don't see it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we were just talking before the podcast, like you know, this is a generation of creatives. Mm-hmm. You know, this is literally the era of great creators right now, guys. Like, this is where you're going to see so many content creators just blow the hell up right now, and this guy's going to blow yeah. up, guys. But artists, artists rule the world, dude. That's, dude, for you know, sure. Everything they, everything that you look at, like right now, when you drive on the road, billboards, you open up a book, you go on the internet. That's all media, videos, stills, everything, art pieces. You know, yep. it's yeah. it's everywhere. <laughs> Dude, every every wallpaper you put on your phone, every screen, every um, every wallpaper you put on your computers, you know, freaking pictures you put on your walls, like everything mm-hmm. it is all content creation and and all of photographers. It. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, I don't know, man. Something about a good photograph, just like especially one that you feel like you need to put on the wall. Something like Definitely. that is just chilling, dude, to me. It's just, it gives me the chills every time I see a photo on the wall. I'm just like, oh, my God. I wish yeah. I could show you guys. I have, I have some of my favorite yeah, photos at, on my wall. Yeah, I have I, okay. that I take up some surfers, bro. Speaking of I that photo, sick. speaking of that photo, that's the exact day when this photo got me back into photography. Was it? Oh, yes, that's the exact day. No. How long ago was that? That was almost, fuck. Dude, that was like, like four two. years ago. Four? Three, three years ago. Is easily. that four? No, four? yeah, really? easily about three, four years ago. No, yeah, yeah sick, because I've bro, I've dude. been in Arizona now for almost a year, almost ten months, and then I lived in I lived in Eagle Rock for about nine months, so that's already about a year and a half, and that's when I was so, that's when I had just moved back to California. So I, yeah, about three years ago. <laughs> So what was well, – how did he get you back into photography? What did you guys do? Like, what, what, was it something that you guys – like, a road Can trip? Can I tell the story? Yeah, yeah. What, yeah, go for oh, it. Oh, God. Okay, okay. So I remember he hit me up. He's like, hey, man, I got to go to San Diego to drop off my grandparents at the airport. You want to come? And I was like, not really. And then he was like, come on. I was like, all right. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go. So then we ended up going, and I was like, you know, I want to take my camera because I, I, I need photos. I want to go shoot. I need uh, – I mean, you know, new stuff to edit. So then we ended up going, and uh, after we dropped off his grandparents, he was like, all right, well, where do you want to go? And I was like, hmm, I didn't, I didn't think I was going to get this far. Uh, <laughs> and I started looking up stuff, and I was like, oh, I found this, like, six spot, Sunset Cliffs. <clears throat> and then he was like, all right, let's go. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I had my camera. He just had his iPhone. I literally had my iPhone, what, yeah, 10? He- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, have, he, didn't have his, uh, he didn't have a camera yet. I didn't have a camera, period. Oh, yeah. so it was just a straight iPhone. Yeah, right straight there. iPhone shot. Like, those days, Sick. I just had straight iPhone shots. And I yeah. still have my first iPhone shot photography-related on my Instagram. Oh, sick. Bro, so it looks like absolute shit, but... That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, though, man, because I didn't really think I was going to get this through, like, into it. Because I was just... I was enjoying myself, you know, taking photos right there and all that, mm-hmm. you know, doing my thing. And he's like, you know what? Maybe I'll get into photography again. I was like do it oh my god do it we can go on all these adventures and all this i was like trying to hype him up and he freaking did it 
And I didn't. I really, honestly, didn't think he was gonna do it. So well, you just made like the initiative to just go out there and like get a camera, and then uh, yeah. So kinda... you know what's crazy? I, I got back to the house and I was like, "Pop, you know, I think I'm really gonna try photography again." Like I did it in high school, um, mm-hmm. and I gave it up once I left the military. Um, so I was like, "Pop, I think I'm actually gonna really try this out." And he's like, "All right, cool." And I was like, "Fuck, I don't really have the money to get in, into like a camera or anything." And he's like, "Well, I mean, if you want, you can use my old camera for now." And I was like. Bro, that's from when I was like ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, it was a, it was a Rebel XT. So like back oh, in the day, the Rebels. First Rebel. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I was like, do I really want to use this camera? Do I kind of want to just stick to my phone? <laughs> you know what's crazy is I thought my camera was old because I had well, at the, the time T4i. I was shooting with my T4i. Yeah. So I thought that one at the time was was a little older. So then when he brought out his camera, I was like, oh. Damn, yeah, that shit was ancient. Damn, bro. <laughs> Damn. Hey, you're still probably to make you were you were able to make work on that. Yeah, still, no, though, I was right? still able. Yeah. We were both still able to he, get some work in. He showed uh, me some yeah. like photos that he took with it, and I was like, "God damn, bro! Like, see, this is proof that like Jerry <laughs> really doesn't like." Yeah, like, man. Yeah, dude. And then finally, and then finally, I I got a T7i, which dude, I fell in love with that camera. Oh, that's a that's a big leap too, because yeah. the T7i, I mean. You could still do upgraded professional dude. grade, yeah. you know, work well, with that. Funny thing you say that. Um, we actually just talked about this in the last podcast. I actually had a um, and I don't, I don't, dude. Now that I think about it, it's like I don't know if she was exactly judging, but I felt like this one photographer was judging my gear when I was on a when I was mm. actually on a on a shoot on a wedding on a wedding. Um, I was doing wedding video for for a friend of mine. Uh huh. And I. <sighs> I was trying to like say hi to the photographer, trying to get not, like be nice and you know try to work together and you know make it chill. And I kind of felt the judgment because she had two. I think she had two. Um, what does she have? Five D Mark Fours, I think, two of them. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, shit, like that's a nice camera. <laughs> and I felt like the judgment coming towards my gear, and I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. That's all I can afford right now. But dude, so was she acting all weird with you? Yeah. Like- Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, so I was just like, that kind of sucks. But I mean, whatever, you know what I mean? I'm still going to do my job. So I freaking did the video and it actually came out pretty fucking good, dude. Like I was actually really proud of myself. That being my my third wedding video of all time. So I was actually pretty happy about it. My first wedding video, my first wedding video, we won't talk about because that was just garbage. (laughs) That was beyond. Yeah, same with my my first wedding, dude. I mean, I I look back at it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You know, I think I charged a hundred dollars um all of the photos edited and mm-hmm. that was a that was a slap in the face dude. well f- funny thing about my first wedding i never i didn't i told him I was like look dude you guys don't have a wedding videographer he's like no and i was like look dude i'll be honest this is my first one so if you want i'll do it for free and he's like are you serious i'm like yeah I bet i'll do it for free i don't care and they he's took like, it quick they, huh? boom like that all right bet <laughs> You're hired. I was like, I yeah, bet. you're hired. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I didn't expect to get any money back, and they actually gave me a two hundred dollar tip. And I'm like, all right, bet. Oh yeah, I'm happy. Sick. So, yeah. but the the wedding video itself, dude, was like, I if I can go back and re-edit it, dude, it was pretty bad, bad. bro. Okay, but for, you had no experience. That was your first time ever doing well, it. No, I, I understand it that. That's why, like, you... now that I look about, now that I look at it, I'm just like, okay, it, it's okay. Being it was my first video, but like obviously to the point, and I'm not saying I'm like a big pro now, but like at the point where I'm at now, I look back at that, I'm like I would never hire that guy. But but you <laughs> you need you need those yeah for to sure. get to where you're at. You know exactly. you need to go through those because I mean everyone's gonna have their first wedding video, everyone's gonna have their first wedding gig, you know, and then 
you get to look back at it and you straight you really grow from that honestly yeah. because it was dude every wedding video after that i feel like was a hundred times better yeah you know, that second mm-hmm. video a hundred times better that's that third Sick. video was a hundred times better than the last than the second video so it Sick. was just progressive you know what i mean and like the last wedding video i did i was just like damn like if i keep going <clears throat> imagine where i'll be in a year <clears throat> you know and that's oh, what I, yeah and that's what i was telling you like this year was supposed to be the year that i really legitimize legitimize my business get mm-hmm. into it full time and all that and then obviously covid did and you said you've been out there in Arizona for 10 months, right? Yeah, since, so you, well, less actually, since March, I think. So you've basically been out there through a whole pandemic. Yeah. Huh? That's mm. insane. So yeah. you probably just, you haven't even really gotten to experience Arizona. Like I mean, I've been like in that. Arizona before. So, I mean, I've uh-huh. lived here once before. So I got to experience a little bit. But I feel like, I feel like I wish I can experience Arizona now, being that I'm back into photography, into video. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I've been working with a friend of mine that's a that's a freestyle f- uh, soccer player, and mm-hmm. I've been trying to get a video going with him. But it's just like every time we need to cut it short for some reason or another. And by the way, this is what sucks about creatives. Let me let me point this out real quick. <clears throat> what sucks about content creation and videography photography is some places are super strict. Like, mm-hmm. for instance, if I want to shoot a video inside a parking garage, they kick mm-hmm. us out right away. Quick. And that really sucks. Like it blows my mind, dude. Like you, you kick someone out that's being positive in the environment, in, in the community. You know, putting out good content. And I understand not everyone's like that, but like you're kicking out people that are trying to be proactive, trying to be a positive role model. You know, what I mean, and that really sucks. Mm-hmm. And it really brings down creatives, and I think for me personally, anyway, it bring, it brought me down a little bit. I'm like, dude, why can't I get this video done? And then finally we find a place where we can go finish it. But, like, that really sucks. It sucks because, too, like, well, they, they look at this, you know, expensive equipment. And then the, the only reason why they say that is because those security guards are told by their business, no, we need to sell permits for them to be on, our, you know, around or wherever we're at. You know what I mean? Right. So everything is all about money, dude. If yeah. you had the money you you would be there you know instantly it sucks yeah everywhere you go even even in national parks which i get it with the drone situation i get it you know but you know going in in certain areas it sucks you get kicked out immediately and we're not even doing anything wrong you know like i understand what i used to skate i I skated for like 12 years Mm -hmm. i understand with skateboarding you know yeah you know denobbing rails waxing ledges and stuff like that you know we get kicked out now we come in filming it's just it sucks man dude it's Everywhere hard it's like hard that. to get any content anywhere mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like, i you... think the the only place i had never really been like like messed with was like venice and like most of the beaches mm-hmm. that's about right. it you know what's crazy I... is before like i really knew about like all that permit like yeah like permits and shit mm-hmm. i like one of my favorite photos i ever captured was in a subway station in la i took my tripod you know not really knowing much of it uh-huh. I, I set it up all that i took a like a sick ass long exposure of uh it was my dad standing in front of a train and like the train i actually won an award with that photo and That's a, a couple people told me they were like bro how'd you like take this like i was like oh i had a tripod they're like you had a tripod down there like did you get the permit i was like what uh, permit? <laughs> <laughs> the permit? Yeah. yeah they're like yeah you need a permit and i was like dude i just i just set up my stuff and just got the photo and left what? So you yeah. got lucky on that? Yeah, yeah I got lucky. Yeah, That's but then sick. they told me they're like, man, I've been kicked out so many times. Like, <clears throat> I've gotten a ticket. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, you can like you can't have tripods down there. I was yeah. Like, what? what? That's yeah, crazy. I didn't know that. And I was like, well, I mean, I got the photo, so 
You hear, you hear that um, they're making drones illegal, illegal, illegal in oh, uh, LA now. Uh, the FBI yeah. just posted. Was it the FBI or like the LAPD? The Twitter just mm-hmm. posted uh, a couple days ago. Um, said today was the first day that one of our helicopters <clears throat> hit a drone, and they tagged the FAA or it was it the FAA or the FAA? Yeah, the FAA. Whatever. The FAA, and they're like, we need to, we need to be more strict on these rules and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, no. Well, because te- technically, you do need a license to fly them. For sure. You <clears throat> yeah, need te- a pilot license. Right, now. exactly. That's and you insane. Can, like, I know. What? Yeah, so technically, you do need a license to fly in technically everywhere, but they really enforce it in major cities. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's crazy because like I have a, I have a drone, Same. you know? I'm like. Like, I don't even know when I could bust it out. I can't even fly it in Palmdale because, like, Edwards Air Force is right here. Yeah, it's oh, so man. close to you, man. Yeah, I mean, and all, like, the amazing places, you know, unless you're in, like, a, a, a way different other country, you could fly it, you know. But yeah. in America, you, you really can't. The, like, the first time I heard about that, like, needing, a, like, an actual pilot's license was uh, I was watching one of... Uh, Peter yeah, Peter McKinnon's video. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you need a you need a pilot's license now over here in Canada." Yeah. I was like, "What? <laughs> that sucks. That's never gonna happen over here." Good ten thousand um, dollar fine. Yeah, That's dude. Insane. And I was like, yeah. "No way." And then now that it's like starting to like get traction over here, that you're not gonna be able to fly drones anywhere. I'm just like, man, I didn't really get to experience my drone. I crashed that shit in the, in ocean, the ocean, by the way. <laughs> Oh, you did. <laughs> well, yeah. let, let me let's rephrase that. He didn't crash uh, it in the ocean. That shit straight right out of battery. Okay, uh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> I always hear the most craziest stories, dude. Me and my buddy Jay. Me and my buddy Jay, dude. I we have the worst luck together when it comes to like our equipment. And I remember one time we were in um, uh, Malibu Beach. He flew it out of a cave, and then out of nowhere, it just came flying right back oh. it just went all haywire and it just flew yeah. right into the rock and it broke in no. front of us i was like oh it's <laughs> crazy so, kind buddy, of the same thing happened to me but where like where what beach i went to sunset, sunset cliffs again <laughs> yeah oh. that stupid fucking sunset cliffs i was just i was flying that shit casually you know but the wind was super strong and the drone wasn't like it, it was a which one was it the mini so, oh you know, yeah, that thing will fly away. Yeah. yeah. So was I was bringing it back. Oh, there was a spark. Okay, yeah, it was a spark. I was flying it back, but the wind was like pushing against it, so it was like struggling to get back. And it's like, oh, the battery is getting low, bro. Like, bring it back. And I was doing that, and it just didn't make it. And it slowly started like going down. And I was like, that was. And you just thought. watching it going yeah. to the ocean, I, all I, beautiful, dude. I, I kid you not. Like in my head, the Titanic theme, song, like the Titanic oh. song, was like playing as it was like going underwater i was like no oh that's my fucking gosh. funny dude dude yeah, man, the mavic hey the mavic pro 2 is actually really good with wind dude like it, it i've flown it in like freaking 40 mile an hour wind like and, and it'll just go sideways it'll just go oh. sideways against the wind it's insane that's crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, drones are insane but i don't trust myself yet with <laughs> and it's gonna stuff. dude what sucks is like going like having to get that license now is really gonna screw a lot of people mm-hmm yeah or you look at it as a business perspective and get the license and be on top of mm-hmm. everybody you know like and then you'll be able to charge those rates you know to businesses oh, yeah. like hey you know because <laughs> I've, I've had venues too, uh wedding venues uh to be specific uh asking if i am going to bring a drone and if i have the license and i'm like what the heck? how do you guys know about this <laughs> yeah but 
you know, because I mean, a lot of wedding videographers, they bust out drones too now. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, th- I, that's cool. The, uh, the Jedhawk Stadium just asked me if I had uh, a, a drone license. Dang. And, you know, I, I don't, <laughs> so I can't get a job with them, you know. So imagine if I did, I would have been able to book a gig with them. I mean, I guess that's a money opportunity. But, I mean, how much is the, the drone license or the, the pilot license? Um, I think last time I checked it, it wasn't too expensive. It was like... And I say this because I mean, considering like what you get back from it, um, yeah. I think it was like three or four hundred bucks. Oh, okay. I thought it was, oh. I thought you were about to say three grand. No, no, no. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't the hundreds for sure. It wasn't in the thousands. Um, oh, okay, three or four. But like, that's not, that's not bad. Uh, no, I mean, I mean even that, if it went up know, to like five, six hundred bucks, that's still a good investment. Yeah, you'll make that back in a job. Yeah, in doing one job a, easily. doing a yeah, doing a, a drone gig, but. Man, I, I can imagine what the drones are going to be in like five years from now. Dude. I don't know what the heck you're gonna yeah. <laughs> gonna need for that. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen like the people who fly with the VR. Oh like, yeah, dude. Oh yeah. I'm like um, how the hell? How like I I, I could never fly those things with a VR. I would freak That's... out. I would crash every time. Yeah. <laughs> no, the um, FPV drone. That's uh... like new. That's like. Have you seen those? Do they like the they go thing? like sixty miles an hour yeah. or like and, and the little ones, in, right? Yeah, the little they're modded. Yeah, yeah like that's like next generation. They they literally them. strip it down to they basically just the motor. Yeah, I know somebody. His name is uh, Mitchell Mullins, and he's sick. Go look at his Instagram. He he does this. Uh, you know Sam Colder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's like Sam Colder's friend, and he's sick, dude. Like he really like. I think he said like he goes through like uh, like three GoPros, the GoPro sixes yep. or the GoPro sevens uh, a I month. Think the sixes, I think what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, it's a GoPro Jeez. six that you, you just mount on there, and he like mods the battery and everything, and it, it it's insane how how you could go like dude, back and forth. Is insane with those it, drones. Man. And it used to be able to do it with the VR, so you're not even like yeah. looking at the drone to see if there's anything around. You have to be so like conscious of what's around you yeah you know what that's i mean crazy. and i've seen people fly those things to like little obstacles and shit and i'm just like how mountains? how seen the mountains yeah, ones? Yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying bro like I, i've seen videos or well, now like on tiktok i've seen like i follow this guy that like uses a drone uh-huh. and there was one where he went through like a flock of birds like by the ocean and i was like dude how did you not hit like one of those birds yeah that's crazy it's just insane they go through like through yeah through mountains through like trees like it's it's crazy. They're starting though. they're starting to use that with skateboarding now with like oh, yeah. um, filming filming like the X Games and like mm-hmm. uh, Red Bull events and stuff like yeah. that. That's incredible. That's you next level like, right there, dude. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> like um, learn the quality is insane. You know, it's crazy. Like you, dude. We're talking about all this and like, can you can you tell us a little bit about how you even got started in this business? So the the business or just like in photography well, in general? Both. Let's go with the beginning, beginning. Uh, all right. So so like I said, I used to skate, right? Mm-hmm. I used to skate a lot, like <clears throat> a lot, a lot. I would skate like eight or nine hours a day. Um, You know, it was my life. It was, like the way I do photography right now, that's how skateboarding was. Right. You know, I didn't, I didn't go to school. I was like, oh, screw school. Oh, you know, typical skater, like, fuck school. Like, I feel like go. that's a lot of content creators nowadays, though, period. <laughs> yeah, like I barely, barely passed high school, you know. Um, Maybe too. I was like, 
yeah, I was really, I was really into skateboarding, and you know, as I as I progressed and started getting more like you know sponsors and kind of like you know filming for video parts, I would kind of you know I would meet like other videographers and photographers here, and um, I you know I was really interested in how they were doing it, you know, while I skated. So you know, being you know that I didn't really have a full time you know videographer. I got myself like, you know, my grandma, she had like a little power shot, little Canon power shot, little pocket ones. And that actually had a really good camera, I mean, a lens on it. And, you know, um, I would just take it and record myself skateboarding. It actually started with uh, filming. So I would I would record myself, um, you know, filming. And I don't know, you remember Sony Vegas? Yeah. 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 So that's where, you know, I would. Yeah, I would edit Sony Vegas and um, trip out like 12 years ago. Like I, I, I even made like you know, like YouTube tutorials on, on how I did like ramp slow-mo with dirty frames and stuff. Hey. And um, <laughs> it, it was so funny. I had like such a little voice. Um, and I, I would just, you know, do, you know, film in 30 frames per second with the handy cam and, you know, just make skate videos and. I would just bring that camera everywhere I went skateboarding, nice. you know, I'd go to the homies crib and get all messed up and we'd party and take pictures and stuff. And I didn't really know what I was doing, you know? Um, and I instantly picked up with like composite editing, like probably in high school composite editing with like grabbing different, you know, different <laughs> types of photos and overlaying them and doing like masks and stuff. Yeah. And, Doing like just really like weird, like making fire come out of my hands. Yeah. <laughs> you taught yourself that? Or? Yeah, I taught. Um, yeah, everything Damn. is self-taught. Yeah, so um, I was I was like like putting galaxies in my hand and I was showing <laughs> people and like I didn't know what the heck I was doing. You know, I didn't really but, look at it like. But you know what's crazy, like, bro? Is that's how a lot of a lot of good creation comes about is not knowing what yeah. the hell you're doing. Yeah, you just like, do it, dude. I made Albert Einstein with abs one time, and it, like he had a tattoo with E equals MC square with a freaking. Oh, it was insane, up, dude. dude. <laughs> um, and and I started like finding myself with like Photoshop, like really, really, go. really sick. So, um, you know, that was like twelve years ago, bro. That was twelve years ago, and I didn't really, really didn't pursue anything i didn't think i didn't call myself a photographer mm-hmm. i didn't call myself a content creator um or a videographer i was a skateboarder you know so i didn't really start getting into photography like that probably around until like three years ago bro three and a Damn. half years ago three and a half years ago was when i got out of rehab and you know how it really all started was you know when i went to rehab I had absolutely nothing, you know, I had nothing. And I remember, you know, cause a lot of, a lot of my background has to deal with a lot of, you know, drugs and alcohol and drinking mm-hmm. and stuff and, you know, just doing other things. So, um, yeah, I bought this camera one time all messed up. It was a little Sony a 6,000. Okay. Damn. Um, and okay. it was like, I think it was like 400 bucks. Right. I bought it when I was like 22. Didn't know what I was doing with it. Had it on scene intelligence mode everywhere I went. And I didn't really take, I took pictures of like food and my dog, my cat. That's it. So you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when I went into rehab, um, 
I had nothing, you know, I, I couldn't bring my phone. I, I, I didn't really, I couldn't bring anything, you know? So I, I asked them, I was like, can I please bring my camera? Like, I didn't need to do something in here, yeah. you know? Um, and when the way my rehab was too, it was like a huge, like, it looked like the Amityville horror, bro. Damn. It was in El, El Monte in LA. Okay. Um, El Monte in the hood, bro. And, um, you know, I started the first day that I got there, I had a, like a notebook, you know, a bigger notebook than this. And I just started writing, you know, you know, August 29th, 2017, you know, I'm here in rehab. This and this and that, talking about my experiences, my strengths and my hopes through a piece of paper. And I, like I said, I asked, you know, my drug counselor, can I please bring a camera in here? And um, he was like, yeah, go for it. When I got my camera, I had, you know, I was so thankful. I was like, heck yeah. And I just started taking pictures, bro. I was walking around, you know the the area and just started composing like i said it was an amityville whorehouse so i was like taking yeah. crazy ass like pictures of it, it looked insane in the morning and um i just started I, you know i i that's how i got into photojournalism with like documenting what i see and what i hear you know and what i see what i hear and what i felt through my imagery with writing and as you know that you know, as I started doing that a lot more, I was like, wow, I started taking portraits, making it, and they had a little black and white mode. I'm like, damn, this camera is sick. So, um, you know, when I got out of rehab, I, I said, that's basically what I did. You know, I, I maintained my sobriety. I stayed sober and I really, really, really liked, uh, I, I wrote a lot and you know, with that little Sony A6000, I started doing long exposures immediately and, get, you know, got a little, you know, those little tripods and just started taking pictures of the stars, light trails, anything, you name it, bro, like portraits. Um, and, you know, someone said, hey, you have a camera, shoot this wedding. All right, $100, like I told you, you know. Yeah. And, you know, boom, bro, like it honestly instantly just happened like that like bam you could shoot a quinceanera i think i don't know boom all right i have to buy a 30 dollars flash from amazon um you can you shoot this graduation photo can you do this oh my buddies want to go on a road trip you know let's go on this you know and i was just going left and right and just shooting everything and anything that i can and then mm -hmm. you know it there was you know there's a lot of like a lot of difficulties when I got out of out of rehab, you know, my my best friend, my brother, uh, you know, Brandon, he, you know, he had passed away like like one night and it was it was bad, dude. So, Damn. you know, I'm, I wasn't with, you know, I wasn't with my fiance now. I wasn't with her. Um, and like I was really in a low point, bro. I was in a low point. I had lost my job at, you know, uh, Planet Fitness. <laughs> so I was working at Planet Fitness like three okay. years ago. And um, it, it was it was crazy, bro. It was it was insane because I had this camera. I I had I had my sobriety, you know, I, I had I knew I knew what I I knew that what I wanted was good. Yeah, I knew what I could do, but I didn't put my full effort into it yet and i was with my buddy jordan 
I was with my buddy Jordan in front of Planet Fitness and we were in his little Honda Civic. And um, I was just like, you know what, man? Like, I'm, I'm about to go ham. I'm about to go ham. And I'm about to put my 100% into photography. And I'm like, I'm listening to myself. I'm like, photography? What the hell? Like, this is crazy. Well, and, and I like, I, I looked, wait, what were you saying? We're always taught to like, we have to get the nine to five. You yeah. Know I mean? Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, <clears throat> you know, here I am, man. Like I, I just made a full on commitment. I spent my last, I was in debt, like around $8,000. Cause I had a car payment and I spent my last bit of money. I was like $1,900. I think it was 19 or 17 on a canon 5d mark three there you go and and right there and then i was bam just booking gigs left and right and what i did was you know i studied i studied more than i shot and i i understood i i took what i knew from skateboarding with that dedication and that mentality that that mindset of like i want it i want it i need it you know, I don't know it all and become a student instead of like, I know it, I know it, you know, and I just soaked in all of that information. And I like all I did was, you know, just study photography, studied every different aspect of photography. And like I wasn't just going to study how to take a portrait. I wasn't just going to do how to just, you know, do weddings or astrophotography or landscapes, travel, you know, commercial, real estate, exterior, insert, you know. I had to learn every different, you know, angle of it. And I, it, it just came in, man. And as it came in, I started meeting a lot of different people, you know, and those people that I've met and they were all in my sobriety, keep in mind, you know, so like people I've, you know, I've, I've met you guys in my sobriety and, you know, it, it's just a whole different, it was just a whole different world. And as you know, I got into it, man, it just, I was able to pay my bills and I think within like half a year I was able to get that eight grand and pay off all my car. And, you know, when I paid off my car, like that was crazy, bro. Cause it was like 450 a month, 23% interest rate. That's a high <laughs> it interest. Was, Damn. It was insane. And I was, I was paying it for like five years, dude. And like when I, you know, when I got my head straight, I was able to make that money to, to kind of put it in there and, like I, I really enjoyed what I was doing and I was having a lot of fun, man. Mm-hmm. I was having so much fun, bro. And like I said, meeting meeting those different people, bro, it just you start getting those connections and it's just like like they say, networking is completely real. You know? Yeah. And it's you you need networking, man, especially not just not just in business, but in general. You need to network mm-hmm. with people. It's needed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And definitely it's crazy that you say all this man because like it, it, when once you make that first little bit of money doing what you love mm-hmm. it's just an eye opener oh, you're dude, just like dude so good, holy shit like i can do this you want to keep yeah. making more you know what i mean yeah and and you know what's crazy too because in in the beginning like i i was not looking for gigs i wasn't i mm-hmm. did not i did not market like hey book me or hey do this that's i did not do that like it all started with traveling and going on hikes and going to Utah for my first time and going to this and people, I got booked by people saying, I love your pictures. I love what you do. Can you do this? And I'm like, oh, I don't, I can't, but I'll, I'm down, you know? Yeah. 
And, and, you know, I, I kind of put myself in a lot of positions, guys, a lot of positions where I had to learn on the spot. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't, if I didn't learn, I messed up, you know, but I think there was, you know, very few times that I did because I would be at home studying all the time and i had to make sure that i'm not gonna be in a position where i don't know what i'm doing you know you ever been in a position with a client and you're like all right i could feel a little i need to do something now and it needs to be effective and i can't and i have to keep my composure straight you know my first wedding video (laughs) exactly so you know I, i i i was getting myself ready i you know i went to college you know i went to college for commercial photography during you know my addiction dropped out could not do it wasn't learning anything i was too you know you know i didn't even really know what i was doing you know didn't know what they were saying mm-hmm. and you know i learned hands-on you know being on the field more than i did you know learning about the history of photography or something now, i don't know it was do, just do you feel like even even if you would have gone to college to learn that while in your sobriety do you feel like you still would have learned anything now i think yeah i mean for sure i think for sure you know physically physically like hands-on i don't think though i'm i'm a very I, i'm a i'm a very strong believer in like you gotta do it right right there mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. to yeah, get that it's here. experience it's that physical experience like i feel like you know with the knowledge that i have you know i feel like i could teach you know college students that are you know aspiring to be photographers like mm-hmm. i i feel like because i have so much shooting hour time you know mm-hmm. i can't tell you I can't tell you about, um, you know, the collodion process or, you know, the tin type or the pinhole camera, like very thoroughly. I can't talk mm-hmm. to you about that because I'm, it's not what I've done. You mm-hmm. know? I could tell you like, yo, like if you're going to be shooting events, this is how you do it effectively. If you're going to be shooting weddings, if you're going to be shooting uh, portraits, if you're going to shoot in the, the Milky Way, this is how you, this is what you're going to need. This is how you're going to plan it. And this right. is how you do it, you know. Because you, 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 and I, I've heard this once before. It's like you're teaching practice, not teaching lecture. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that that's the biggest thing is, and me personally, dude. I mean, I was going to film school. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. I even, I even asked Jay. I messaged him personally, and I was like, dude, I know you went to film school. Do you think it was even worth it? And he started mm-hmm. told me, like, no, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, because Jay, Jay is just naturally talented at that, and then him too, you know. He he started by taking his camera, going out freaking college parties, you right. know, making college college you know, turn up videos, you know, mm-hmm. that's how it all starts, you know. And it's like if if you genuinely love you know what you're doing, you know, you're only gonna grow from it, right? You know, and and see, I'm you know I'm at the point in my career where like I I absolutely love with what I'm doing, and I need to keep a healthy relationship. By understanding, understanding and identifying when it where's my passion and where's my business, what right. needs to be done and what's leisure, you know, because exactly. this is what I when you when you when you turn your passion into a career, everybody says, oh, you're lucky, you know, you get to do what you love, you know. Yeah, yeah you know. Yes and you no. Need, yeah, you need to, you know, you need to have a good practice with mm-hmm. it because it's not, you know, it's not just like, oh, this is easy, you know, like you right. really if if you. Like we were having a talk, you know, before this started, you know, like passion and dedication is always going to be talent. You know, when, you know, when you don't want to do your job, when you don't want to be there, that's when that dedication and that passion overrides that. 
oh, I can't do it. I don't feel like doing it, you know, because if you genuinely love it, you're going to do it all day, you know, right. no, with, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And you know, it's crazy because like, you're, you're so right, dude, we need to, you in this business in anything really, you need to set apart your leisure from your business because you, you can't just travel all the time mm-hmm. doing your own thing and then not be running your business. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to travel, like the way I've always seen it personally, and I mean, this can differ from everybody else's perspective with wedding videography. That's been like my specialty lately. I'd love to do it. That's just what mm-hmm. I love to do. Um, so the way I see it is if I can travel while doing my job, then it's, then of course it's a twofer. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I try to make it one thing obviously, but like if I just travel and travel and travel and travel and don't get paid for anything, mm-hmm. there's no longer a business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it, it could go either way too. You know, it, it could go the opposite. Like if you really just went all in and just take that leap of faith, yeah. you never know what, what will happen, of course. you know? Yeah. And I think that's what I was, I think that's what I was doing, you know, when it came to traveling, mm-hmm. you know, um, obviously traveling wasn't paying, you know, me to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And I was telling myself, I don't need to shoot. I don't need to be paid to shoot. I just love what I'm doing. Everything's an addition. And that's right. what my mindset was. Everything's an addition. That's not my goal, you know? And, you know, sure enough, it did happen. But I don't think that's going to happen 100% of the time, you know? Right. So, I mean, I think it's all about, like, you know, making, like, a plan based yeah. around it, you know? And For marketing sure. a certain way. Yeah, I mean... Like, let me ask you, that, that trip you guys made to Thailand, was mm-hmm. that that you guys wanted to go there? Or was that like a paid gig or what was that? So that was kind of like a, a business strategy. Okay? okay. It was kind of like, you know, we weren't going to get really paid out. Okay. okay. We we're going to go there and make connections. And that's where we were going to go. We went all over the place in Thailand. And see, this is the thing. This is the thing that what I was just telling you about is that if you were to just take that leap of faith, you know, mm-hmm. you never know what's going right. to, what the outcome's going to be. Absolutely. We went out there to, we went out there and called it leisure and business. Okay. Mm-hmm. We had a, we had a blast. I'm talking about. Is that uh, the same trip the, where, where Jay fell off the moped? That was the same trip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you know, what's so crazy. Oh man, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. So we went out there for a month. Okay. A month is a oh. long time being oh, outside yeah, of the tent, especially in a, in in that place. It's just, who like, it, it's a whole nother world out there. You know, you mm-hmm. we're so accustomed to living in America, and honestly, America is like a bubble, bro. Like, you, once you get out of this country, you're mm-hmm. in a whole different realm. Oh, it's, for sure. It's, it's not what you, you can think. feel it, man. Yeah, and and being out there, bro, it. It was it was one of the you know only countries that I've ever been to where they actually really like Americans. You know, um, they love <laughs> us. They look at you and they're like, "Oh my god, give me a hug!" You know? yeah. they're, they're so freaking cool and humble and stuff. And like, um, you know, we went out there and we just had a blast. We're going to all these different places. At one point, we went into a no cell phone service jungle island we slept we slept in these bungalows in the deepest of the jungle bro i'm talking about like, n- nobody was there and uh, there was no it was just no electricity no bathrooms and 
you know, we're on a lake and everything and you know there's gorillas you know panthers like, yeah yeah damn so <laughs> that we, sounds like an experience though oh yeah the dude. tour guide the tour guide was so sick dude he was they took us to uh an underground cave with a river in it and oh, when we, we we trekked like a mile bro through jagged rocks dude i'm talking about <laughs> it was it was so like if you're a claustrophobic that was not for you and it was so cold in there and I then when, when we got out of the river it said this huge pitch black cave we had uh, fire sticks there is these That's spiders what... oh, i kid no. you not the size of my face no dude. fuck no dude okay. fuck no so that, 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 <laughs> let me let me say this dude i've also encountered spiders uh-uh. that big like literally, yeah. dude, where I was in Afghanistan, the spiders can go as big as a twenty-two oh, inch rim. Yeah, the camel spiders, right? Yeah, camel spiders. But exactly. Those those are more lethal. So I dude, guess these. Okay. Yeah. Those spiders, I swear, and not to make this about spiders, but those <laughs> spiders, dude, if they latch on just a little bit, they numb the area and then go uh-huh. to town. Yeah, they 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 saw. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Then then they mm-hmm. go to town, dude, and those fuckers are so fast. It's you can't catch up to them. You can't run with them. I'll tell you that right now. Well, we actually uh, threw a boulder on one of them, like a boulder like this big. It's not a boulder, boulder, but like a rock this big. We threw it on top of a camel spider, and we're like, okay, it has to be dead. Like it has to be dead. So we lift up the rock. Poof, gone. What? I was just like, are you kidding me? <laughs> dude yeah, was dude. gone. <laughs> dude, I've heard some crazy stories, dude. My, dude. Yeah, dude. My buddy Brandon. Wow. He he was out there in Afghanistan for four years, and he told me all about them. They they follow your your shadow, yeah, right? Yeah, they follow the shadow. What? Yeah, yeah they stay in your that's, shadow. They're called sun spiders. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know. They're like they're like a mixture of um, a scorpion and arachnid, so they have like six oh, legs and stuff. Shit. It's so but scary, the, dude. Yeah, it, it's cool. Like it's cool. Like that's also how I got into photography too. Is doing macro photography of spiders. I didn't even know I was doing macro photography <laughs> as a kid. I was just putting jumping spiders oh, on a, on a white you. little paper and taking like the, the little go. power shot had uh-huh. a macro uh, feature. There you go. And that was insane, dude. Then the power but, shot. Oof. But, um, about these cave spiders. <laughs> but these these cave spiders, bro, they were everywhere, and the fucking tour guide picked one up. And it's oh. crawling on him. Oh, it's hell ins- no. Nope. It's insane, dude. I'll, I'll send you a clip of it. I have a clip of it. I'd be like, um, you know what? I'm just going to walk back. I'll see you guys later. Uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and we're playing with these spiders, dude. And they're everywhere. And then I was just like, are these poisonous? And he was just like, uh, he said, like, um, one day and you'll be good. <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> I was like, no. And one day like, knocked out, you're good. Yeah, he's like, one day you sick, you'll be good, you know. And then I was like, ah, oh, I killed it on accident. I felt so bad because it was uh, such a. I love spiders, bro. I'm, I hate spiders. Honestly, I love spiders with the passion, bro. Um, yeah, and it, it was pretty cool. So you know, we got out and we got out, and you know, he's showing us like all these crazy like like pads and he's he's showing us smells he's like that's bengal tiger piss and he's like that's um you know a wild pig and he said you don't want to ever encounter a wild pig yeah i heard they're freaking crazy or it's a boar a boar yeah Yeah, a boar boar will kill you like it's worse which is crazy to think that a boar can kill you like that Uh, yeah 
they'll they'll they they like ram you know yeah it's more dangerous than a bear i think from what i hear what yeah yeah they'll because what they'll do is they won't stop you know they won't stop and they have tusks yeah and they'll just like they'll it'll go right through Uh you and stuff but yeah, Thailand was cool, man. We got to go to Bangkok. We went to that place called Koh Sok. It's like there's there's animals that don't kill you, but it was cool. Yeah, and then we saw gorillas. You know, that'd um, be cool to see the gorillas in the in the jungle. That'd be cool. It was cool. It's cool. It's a very you know. I mean, when I look at gorillas, I I think very sensitively because you know what's going on with the world and stuff. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be here for long, and you know, yeah. they're if you really look at like their genetics and like their behavior. It's insane, bro. They're just like us, you know. They're just like us, and it, it's really cool. I hope to, you know, work with them in in the future. You know, that's something that I do want to do. You make me want to go to Thailand. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Thailand is is beautiful. Um, you know, you gotta you gotta get the taste of like Bangkok. Bangkok is really cool. It's just not very sanitary, bro. It's yeah. it's so hot. And speaking of the hot, like it's. You get out there and you take out your camera and you can't even shoot for like 20 minutes because it's so humid. Oh, God. The humidity is at 99% out there. It's not 100, you know? And you're completely drenched at all times, sweating. And the natives out there, they don't even sweat. They're just chilling and stuff. And they're probably used to that shit. Yeah. And the water, the the seawater is like jacuzzi hot warm. What? Yeah, you could shoot, you could oh just lay God. there for sunset and just watch it. Hear the cicadas. You guys know what cicadas yeah. are. Yeah, the cicadas when come out during sunset and it, it's just such a phenomenal experience to see everything, you know. Like you know those those silhouette photos that I mm-hmm. shot of, of Thailand, you know, I was like deep, like chin deep in like ocean water with my tripod and like my camera was like this close to seawater with a 70 to 200 at 200 and you know i just i shot those photos and it was it was crazy dude i looking back and it's just like you're on an island it's cool man it's definitely cool life changing experience yeah for sure man that's like that's like a once in a lifetime experience right there so the video we made you know like coming back to like business by the way that video everyone go check it out (laughs) yeah that video is crazy it could have Ah, uh, so, like I said, we used, you know, we used that material, the content that we made to kind of put it on our Instagram, kind of show our followers that what we do is we travel and this is what we do. And we have fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know, we got jobs because of it, you know, and not, hope so, just, that video was just, crazy. just because we didn't get, you know, just because we didn't get paid for that trip that we knew that it was going to come in return because we right. would be able to put that on our portfolio, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, I believe that got us, you know, the job in, uh, you know, Cabo, you know, we, we went to go shoot, you know, Gucci Mane. And um, we were out there in Mexico for, you know, four days, nonstop working. And we we're working with like amazing people, bro. It was really cool. So, I mean, because we put that, we got paid out because of this. And now we got paid out because of that. We get to put that on our portfolio. You it's know? like a so, little just the snowball it, effect, man. It comes back. Yeah. So By the way, let me, the, let me also say, he's also shot with some badass people, too, like celebrity-wise. <laughs> like OBJ. Uh, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, and freaking Christina Milian, dude. 
Damn, yeah, that's awesome. Dude, so, yeah, they're, they're cool peeps. Yeah, Christina's cool. Odell, Odell's really cool. It trips me out how young he is, dude. Dude, for like, real. I think I'm older than him. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, it's it's really cool. And, um, yeah, working with celebrities is, is, is dope. You know, it's not like what you think it is. You know, yeah. sometimes people could be very entitled. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you don't have, like, a million followers or – you know, you're contracted to do this, you know, you kind of get treated not too, like, like, the you know, yeah, respectfully. But when I did um, Cassie, um, you know, Cassie is, uh, yeah, she just got married. So when we did her I wedding, did Cassie also, damn, that's crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> she was one of the coolest celebrities I've worked with. She was really, really she doesn't give off that um that crazy like oh like entitlement vibe you know she's a regular person they're all regular people you know but um you know i i when i work with people i really like to get that connection and you know that one i don't like to get celebrity you know like that it's very unfair because a lot of people that are like i guess when i say higher i mean that have a more of a following they don't like to give the people that are trying to come up you know, that credibility or Mm. that stuff like that. And I was still super shocked when Vogue hit me up and was like, hey, we're going to put, you know, your name in it. And I was like, wow, I I did not expect that. And, you know, getting published in Vogue was seriously, that was one of the happiest times of my life. That was crazy. Like, honestly, man, I just got to say congratulations, first of all, because, like, (laughs) through all the shit you've been through, you still managed to, to get out and really just push yourself forward to to make something of yourself like you are now. You know what I mean? You could have easily let your addiction take over for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I personally know someone who's been there. You know, they, they let their mm-hmm. addiction take over their life. And unfortunately, they're still in a very bad situation. Um, but, you know, you, you did something with it. It was a motivation for you to get better and, and, and really put your, put your focus on photography. And it shows, man. Like, you work with some big-name clients you've you've been to destinations like you're go you're there man you know to be published in vogue is no there's no small feat man that's a big thing honestly yeah you know i mean it when you say i did it like I, you know i feel like it's not just like a one-time thing it's like mm-hmm. an everyday thing yeah you know? absolutely and, and you know just because like you know i'm sober or um you know i've done what i've done doesn't mean like i i cannot forget you know mm-hmm. i cannot forget where i come from they always say i know it's very cliche saying this but like my past may be my present, Absolutely. you know, um, I, I, I'm a strong believer in like, you know, like in that for sure. Like I'm thankful for that. Cause if I didn't really have what I did in my past, I don't think I would have this kind of drive and this energy to look at the bigger picture and really kind of, you know, go get it, you know, go get it. And, and it's not like, I don't, I don't really want to stop doing this, bro. I don't. And, and when I say like not working with celebrities or making money or keeping my business, I don't want to stop creating mm-hmm. photos, you know, because I, I have I have these goals and these dreams that kind of don't match what I'm doing right now. But eventually I'm going to get to it, you know, and and I just I just really want to work, you know, every day to getting quite okay to that goal you know i always have mm. that have this this end goal right here you know and it's yeah. just like i don't want to stop doing it bro and, 
you know, it's funny. I, I tell Danny this all the time. I'm just like, dude, you know what's crazy is, and I read this somewhere. It says, a creator's biggest fear is going back to a nine to five job. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying, dude. You know what I mean? Like to not do this for the rest of your life. It's, it's really terrifying, you know, and, and that's kind of where I'm at right now in my life, you know, like where I had to go back to a nine to five temporarily to get through what's going on right now. And then I'm going full force again, you know, unfortunately, mm-hmm. unfortunately I got started at this point in my life really late, dude. I was already what, 27 years old, 28 years old, you know? So like by the time I got, I got started and I started the, like the snowball effect into getting clients, mm-hmm. phew, pandemic happened. I'm just like, shit, <laughs> you know, So it's a good thing. It's a good thing that this type of field that we're in doesn't really have a shelf life. Right. For exactly. instance, skateboarding, football, you got 10 years and you're done, you know, um, <laughs> you know, Steve McCurry, my dude is like 72 world class, mm-hmm. yeah. historical photographer mm-hmm. and killing it still, yep. you know. Um, you could do this for the rest of your life, man. For the rest of your life, you know. But I, I don't, I don't think that, you know, I don't think that we should be pressured into doing something like extraordinary. You know, the 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 name of the game is to be happy with it. You know, mm-hmm. you really, you really gotta when you when you pick up a camera and you're forcing something out of it, you're forcing income, you're forcing connections you're forcing a career, you know, then I think that's when it kind of gets a little, little frustrating. You know, I think, you know, again, the passion, go out there and just shoot, you mm-hmm. know, right. everybody says that. I think that's true though. The last one, though, the last part, I was like, I, like, cause at one point I was just focusing on just Instagram, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was oh, just yeah. like, Oh, whatever oh. Instagram wants to fucking see, bro. And then that that was just like ruining me, man. I was just like unmotivated to shoot. I was like, "Do I really like, bro? These photos are yes. Like, I don't, I don't like them." I feel you on that. Instagram, Instagram can be very, very counterintuitive. Absolutely. For us, for us content creators, because it's like you look at a photo. Is that is that Instagram worthy? Are my followers gonna like that? I didn't get enough likes. Did I do something wrong, dude? As as Danny, dude, I was the exact same way dude like every single post i would swear to god to this day i to this day i swear to god dude like i would text him and i'd be like hey dude do you think this is good enough and he'd be like dude it's fine i'm like nah dude i feel like people won't like it though you know what i mean i was so worried about i I would tell you bro i would tell you to be like dude who gives a shit post it like who cares it's 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 only it's only i feel you on that bro like it's only natural in this era you know Mm. and like you know I, I tell everybody, bro, shoot for print. Absolutely. Okay. When I look, when 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 I'm on my you know travel and landscape, when I'm when I'm going out there, I'm not looking like, oh, is this gonna be a sick four by five crop? Mm-hmm. Is this gonna be you know cool? Shoot for print. Visual. I'm inspired now. I'm inspired by my landscape work. Like with that, you know, is this gonna look good in a living room? Is this gonna look good in a gallery? Is this going to look good to me, though? You know, you know, to me. you know, what's crazy about that, though, is the way I see video is I, I the way I see it to myself anyway. And I could be wrong. But I mean, this is the way I've always seen it for myself is shoot to edit. Yeah. You know what I mean, like every yeah, video, yeah, I, yeah sure. every video I see or do, I envision the edit first. And I'm like, OK, mm-hmm. will this work? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I don't just shoot randomly. Writing scripts is good for especially mm-hmm. for video, you know. 
always write a script. It's always it's always helpful. Get those shots in, and you know that kind of like brings out you know your your whole vision to the project too. Like that's what I've been doing for vlogs, and you know I mean I do video too, but I mean it's not what I get paid for. It's something super fun, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I really I really enjoy video. It's fun. Um, man. Oh yeah, it's it's super fun. Um, I yeah. I really want to do a lot more video too. It's, it's cool, but I want to film nature, you know, strictly okay. nature. Like I'm not really with like the commercial or shooting artists and music, music videos. I'm not, I don't like that. I want to film nature. You know? Right. I'm the same. I yeah. actually want to go back to Yosemite because the first Yosemite video I ever did, I don't like it. Bro, this yeah. is we went. So like, we dude, okay. Like that was a, a very, hours, that was whatever. a very, oh. that's actually the time that we went with, um, with Bianca. Oh, I was gonna yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, that I was, was that's actually when we went with them. It was so like early. Bro, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> I didn't sleep. I swear, I didn't sleep. For that's, that how, that's how it is, bro. We went. We went. We went like at. We met them at Bianca's house like at like at two in the morning, I think. Yeah, and then we drove all the way to Yosemite. Like I stayed up until sunrise. Didn't sleep the whole day until like you know the, the night, but like. We only stayed in Yosemite for like a couple hours. Well, no, we were there so... for like six hours. Oh, we... Yeah, we okay, were. We yeah, were there maybe. for like six hours. We were there from sunrise to like, I Not think sunset, about... Though. No, we weren't there for sunset. We were there till like maybe four o'clock, three, four o'clock, and then we left. Yeah, but I mean, you need more for yeah. that, dude. Dude, I... yeah, you need... I, I did that twice this month with Sequoia and, yeah. and Yosemite. Oh, and it, it's it's mentally physically in one day in Let's, one day it's, it's mm, insane dude, the, the yeah. lava the lava print that you have is that from yosemite yeah that is dude that, that is, picture oh, came out so fire uh, uh, it's yeah. El Capitan, no? yeah it's, it's yeah, the it's, north face of el cap with um uh, it's horsetail falls dude it, it yeah it was cool dude abc7 posted it i, like, I saw what? that dude i remember you posted that yeah i was like <laughs> what because I, I went on instagram and it just said abc7 la just followed you and i'm like uh, what <laughs> what what is this and then you just see it like on the news and like and then on their instagram i'm like wow the, dude, the one place i've been sick. the one place i've been wanting to go and i think it's called yellowstone trail in was it montana or wyoming <laughs> uh, wyoming yeah. wyoming yeah I've been wanting to go there. I've been seeing a lot of pictures of it lately, and dude, I really want to go there. Wyoming is insane, bro. I haven't been, but it's you know it's got some crazy. Well, we views. all got to set up a day where we meet up and we go. I'm yeah. down, dude. I'm, I'm down. Insane. You know, <laughs> you know, you, like Glacier too. Glacier oh, sick. Oh yeah. The only place that I could uh, kind of compare that to Switzerland, dude. Switzerland, the Alps, the Swiss Alps. Dude, oh my I want to go seen there. So photos. Bad. Oh my. God, it looks unreal, man. It literally, it looks like a movie set. It's, it's, yeah. I, I want to live over there. I mean, I, I couldn't, so like, just like Yosemite, I couldn't, I couldn't be out there that long. I only stayed two days. The first day was, like, summer, and then we got snowed in. Oh. And, um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. We did, I think it was six countries in two weeks. Damn. And oh, that was, like, staying up. <laughs> sleeping in airports in italy yeah. sleeping and it, it was insane dude sleeping in a rental rough. car yeah That's i think nice, we, man. yeah amsterdam a full day like just being up <laughs> That's draining, crazy. man. That's that's crazy. You, you guys got to go to amsterdam. I really want to go to amsterdam. That's on my yeah. list for sure. That, yeah, that you, in ireland. Yeah. 
Ireland, sick. That's on my dude. list, yeah. man. I've been there once, but it was a layover, so I didn't really get to like experience too oh, much. I know, yeah. I know. It sucks when you do a layover. Because we actually got off the plane, we actually went to a hotel, we stayed there for twelve hours, but I didn't get a chance to like adventure. So I was like, yeah. damn it, dude. But I really want to go back. I know, dude. Oh, I just, man, when the pandemic ends, you know what I want to do? I just I want to pick a country. <laughs> yeah, go all go crazy. But I just want to just take one lens, dude. Yeah, I just want to take one lens, and I just want to take one lens, a tripod, and that's it. So now that you say you that, know? what would be the one lens that you choose? Twenty-four to seventy. Oof, okay. I have to. That's oh, like, you that, know, that's like the one that's like perfect for everything, though. I feel. Like. Or or a fifty millimeter, bro. The nifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, but see, but see, then too, then then I'm just like, damn, dude, I do like a lot of compression shots, so seventy mm-hmm. to two hundred. I don't know. That's a hard question. It. I really have but, to. But you know, it actually, it it forces you to be more creative. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you take a prime lens like the 50, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You you have to find the perfect angle. You know what I mean? Like, it it forces you to be more creative. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the 50 would be cool, for sure. That would be that would be a challenge or sixteen to thirty five. I was gonna say that I was like that's that's the one I would take, man. That's my go. I think yeah, I think a sixteen to thirty five would be sick because also if you're filming in four K, yeah, just anything in four K looks fire. Yeah, (laughs) especially at that focal length, it's just wide and just beautiful details. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of traveling to be done for sure. The way I like taking photos is wide angles. Wide angles. Yeah, Yeah, I love wide angle. I'm more of a prime lens person, honestly. For all. Yeah, I like all yeah. prime lenses. I just, for some all reason, times. just for me for video, I like doing prime lenses for everything, whether it be a fifty, freaking twenty-four millimeter, whatever it is. Like I like to have prime lenses. Thirty-five. Sick. Yeah, yeah, they're a lot sharper. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and they're definitely. a lot easier to like maneuver with. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think what? I was just realizing like yep. most of my shots that I take that I actually publish are shot with 70 to 200 it's so weird Dude, i don't know I, why i've noticed like, that i've noticed that too like yeah you do a lot of compression shots right a lot and, of comp- yeah. i love compression bro i love I, I love i'm very inspired with like um little person big, big landscape you Dude, know i i saw this one photo <clears> once uh, it was uh, i'm forgetting his name i follow him on instagram but he got like this sick ass photo of his friend standing in a in front of uh el cap but he was mm-hmm. like on uh that one point where like the cur- the road curves is it all golden no 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 it's just it's just him standing there and it's literally like the background is literally just the rock and it's just like tiny little like person and it just really shows how big uh, oh i think it was half dome actually half was- dome i think it was probably half dome yeah, yeah half it's- dome it's crazy how like how scale just really just puts you into perspective of, Bro, of it's, like this world. Yeah, yeah, it you know, blows my mind, man. Dude, the one photo that really still blows my mind to this day is actually yours—the one with the guy. I don't know who it was, but on top of Ooh. the mountain with the fucking um, the squirrel. Yes, I told him oh. about that. I was like, "Bro, I need to dude, buy you." There's two prints I want to buy of yours. One of them is that one, and the other one is the one in France. The one I, I think you were in Joshua Tree. No, which one? You, Dude, you, it was like I what color? It was, actually, what it was color? Um, like purple, I think. Yeah, like oh, the, the cloud it looks was all like Aladdin. Oh, yes, looks like yeah. Aladdin. Okay, Dude, okay. I swear to so God, I got that, that straight Aladdin feel. Yeah, so that um, 
that's a lenticular cloud guys like, that's insane I've never seen one. like so yeah lenticular clouds are, are huge dude um they they burn like like insane if if you ever go to like alabama hills like on the 395 they're super super common super common yeah and they always happen around like mount whitney and stuff but Mm -hmm. like i've I've never seen one of that's why when i saw the photo i was like what the that looks so unreal man like we barely we we weren't gonna get that photo there's Mm -hmm. always there's always that time when we're leaving a spot and it's sunset and it was like a bad day and a sunset and like the, the sky starts burning. I'm just like, should we stop? Should we stop? Should we stop? <laughs> and, I was, and I said no twice. I was like, no, nah. I think Bianca was with me too. Hmm. Uh, Bianca was for sure with me. I remember. And I'm like, ah, I look in my mirror and then dude, the gnarliest cloud formation I've ever seen. And I was my buddy, Kenny. And I said, like, Kenny run just run <laughs> and and i'm setting up my tripod and this fool ran like a half mile through all these rocks and debris it could have been rattlesnakes mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. um and you know i'm yelling at him like no put your camera like this because when i take when i take those little tiny landscape with yeah. uh, or the big landscape little person yeah. i always want to have like an object in the hand sideways so you could see the silhouette Mm -hmm. you know uh, i just don't like like that you know because you got to see what that person looks like you know um and i was like no put your camera that way put your camera this way and we almost we almost like missed it and we got it and it was probably it was one of my most favorite pictures it was crazy i remember seeing it like you're blowing up your instagram with that like dude this is insane that picture dude i yeah i remember hitting him up i was like i i need a i need this print like that it just looks insane like the colors the the way it was like perfectly like placed It it was just one of the best photos I've ever seen, man. Like, thank you. Sure. I, I appreciate it. A lot, of, a lot of these photos that I make that a lot of people like, I swear they happen last second. They don't, they don't ever happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna make a photo, you know. And I think that's all. all I don't like the know. Ones? Yeah, the planned ones never go as planned, you know. Dude, I and, feel that. Yeah, it's just always just having your camera and just and being at the right time. That's you know? why whenever I go, I go like to Arizona with this guy. I'm just like, he's like, oh, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know. I just. Go with the flow. Let's just go. Let's go here. Fuck it. That's what we did when we went to Sedona, dude. Sedona was just like so random, dude. And we actually climbed this big ass rock where we could have died. And then um, Mm -hmm. it was it was actually a hell. That was a badass freaking uh, landscape. I just don't like planning stuff because then it doesn't work out, and you're just all disappointed. So I'd rather go without knowing what you're gonna do. The only plan we've ever made in any adventure has always been where we're going. Yeah, yeah it's always good it. to just it's always good to just be like let's go right here this is a spot this is a spot have an a and b and then just go but mm-hmm. i always always i always plan according to where the sun is rising or yeah. setting you know mm-hmm. i don't ever like shooting with the sun um off for for sunrise i don't like shooting with the sun coming up in front of me i like it behind me yeah, to give yeah, it that yeah. that that nice ambient light mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah we should all do a trip hell yeah man. man i mean Iceland? Oh, I, mean. I said well let's think now <laughs> like, let's think now like let's think like december yeah, yeah, yeah. we should probably we should probably do like what do you think are the best places mm, i want to hit like let's do the canyonlands dude yeah, yeah. Oh my God. let's just do yes. it let's just let's just do it and let's just go for a couple days and just have fun bro hell yeah have fun. one of uh one of my viewers right here said that the lens he would take 
on a trip like that is a 28 to 70 F2. Oh, perfect. Damn. Where is that's a RF lens? Yeah, it's yeah, an RF lens. lens. Yeah. 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 That the RF lenses are sick. Dude, dude. they're so expensive though. I just got the R5 and that's Dude, the, I am so jealous that you got that camera. The, it's the gnarliest piece of technology dude. I have ever touched. It's like it's insane, guys. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. I, I, Bro, when I when I first bought my RP, I was about to cry. Like, oh my god yeah the autofocus is crazy dude, right it's so you good. just can't you can't film in 4k continuously you can film yeah. in 4k 24 continuously mm-hmm. but i mean i don't do video i do photo you know right. mm-hmm. which i mean realistically who i mean it's good f- to future proof your video work obviously but a lot of people don't even watch 4k right now mm-hmm. which is kind of yeah, like the thing true true you know? true give it a couple years yeah. man no for give sure i mean i think years. in the next few years people will get more obviously more 4k tvs and all that um, mm-hmm. But someone did make a good point. I mean, your eye can't even really process 4K. Yeah, you know that's what I mean? true. So, especially like they're making like 8K TVs and shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it's we're in seriously one of the most interesting times of technology. Like, uh, how old are you guys? Thirty. Thirty. Okay. So, all right. So, Danny, you you were a kid and had a phone, huh? Like a flip phone. okay so i was you know when i was a kid when i was nine years old you know or 10 years old i didn't have a phone i was i was like the last generation same that that was able to go outside and climb trees and play and stuff like that i I would do that yeah (laughs) Yeah, these nine-year-olds it's not the same as as like for instance our generation i bet but I, i wouldn't have like it was like Fuck, what was it like eight, like sixth grade when I got you, my phone? You know, like I, you it definitely was, had like, technology though. For yeah, sure. yeah, no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. My first one, my first like, one, I think I was in tenth grade. Yeah, that that's crazy. Oh, yeah, I had yeah. My first phone was um, one of those razors. Mm-hmm. I had razor. the, the chocolate. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I had the chocolate. <laughs> yeah, the chocolate. That's <laughs> sick. Yeah, dude. Um, we're we're in a crazy time of technology right now. Like. If you really see the specs of these cameras, guys, dude. the Sony A7S three is insane, that dude. Camera oh, is fucking for insane for filming. For filming, like the the yeah. low light quality. Did you see the Chris Burkard promo with um, no. them shooting the moon with like a four hundred, six hundred millimeter oh, in four K? It's insane. Go go to Sony Alpha about the A7S three. Mm-hmm. That that video inspired the hell out of me, dude. I was like. Man, it was like crazy. If I were to switch to film, like mainly focusing on film, I think I'd go with Sony, honestly. Because honestly, I, mean, I love I love Canon. Oh yeah, with, with, with the cameras that are coming out now from Canon, though, I would still stick Canon. I mean, I'm I, I went from Sony to Canon. I love both, dude. I mean, if I'm gonna be real with you, if I'm gonna do like a lot of, nah, you know what? They do really have like the C the C uh the mark what is it like the c series mm-hmm. the the canyon <clears throat> i'm trying to figure out what those names are they're cinema cameras the cinema canon cameras yeah, yeah. yeah like the big ones right like the yeah the, those ones are freaking great dude mm-hmm. those have great colors they have built-in nd filters it's in it's it's yeah. great dude but sony's got great specs for for running gun like sony yeah for video sony's sick dude but Canon's got the best colors, you know. Everybody always says that. Yeah, yeah Canon's um, great. 
I was going to ask you, man, you know, obviously there's a lot of joy in photography and video and content mm-hmm. creation. With that being said, we obviously know that there's a lot of low moments also, like a lot of, you know, depressed moments and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Have you, mm-hmm. have you experienced those and how did you get through them? Mm. Mm. Yeah, dude, for sure. <laughs> um, you know, that, that's actually, you know, something that it, it happens every, every once in a while. You know, yeah. it's it's just, you know, because I'm out here just doing my thing doesn't mean that it's a perfect road, you know. Yeah. Um, there's times that I would straight up say, what am I doing? You know, what am I, why? You know, mm-hmm. and then goes down to comparison, looking at too much inspo, oh, yeah. looking at other people's success, looking at this, looking at my work, trying to force something out of it. You know, picking up a camera for intentions of something that doesn't really involve what my bigger picture is. And my bigger picture is I want to shoot meaningful and powerful images for Nat Geo. You know, that's the ultimate goal. So when I go and and do other things, you know, it it really, it really overwhelms me. You know, it, it overwhelms me. And I think really like criticizing my work too harsh and not really appreciating it mm-hmm. sometimes i don't take a step back and just take a deep breath and just you know and there's been times where i broke down man broke down crying i'm like i can't do this you know i can't do this this is hard this is hard what did i get myself into mm-hmm. um i just want to stop doing everything and i you know i'll get a job at walmart and work for nine to five you know I'll be real with you, you know? And then that's where I have to go through that little phase. And I'm just like, all right, you know, I'm done. You know, it, it's not a perfect road, guys. It's, it's not, it's not, you know, I've failed so many times, especially going out of, you know, road trips, you know, and coming back with nothing, you know? I'm going out there, <laughs> going out there, and I stay up all day, all night. Don't go eat you know, and come back with nothing to show for, you know? Yeah, I think, I think one of, one of the harshest moments so far in, in my photography, you know, in my career within this past three, three years was actually the Thailand trip. Okay. I had the best content I've ever made in my life. The most amazing, incredible, pictures and video I filmed a lot that was actually a breaking point for my videography it it was that trip and in China I was talking to these Canadians and I was editing some stuff and I put my stuff away boom 16 hour flight from China to LAX and looking for my hard drive and I left it in China no, and I backed up all of my my client work on Jay's hard drive because I filled up a hard drive, uh-huh. and I backed up like <clears throat> all of my client work was good. You know, I don't even know why I brought client work for to begin with. Um, and I I had those the only pictures that I've posted from Thailand are the ones that you've seen. The only pictures that I had physically on me on my laptop dude that really sucks no fuck and 
And I'm talking about, I had the time of my life, man. I had the time of my life and I remember I was freaking out and, you know, that was probably the first, you know, huge, you know, I had a panic attack, dude. It was, it was horrible. And on top of it, I was, um, I was, uh, jet lagged. So I had to stay up at two in the morning, wide awake, just like, what am I doing? What the hell did I just do? Like, I feel like crap. I feel like I just, I dropped the Super Bowl game winning, you know, touchdown pass. Like, and it, you know, it was disgusting, bro. I was like smoking a cigarette, sitting on top of a brick wall, looking at the sunrise, drinking coffee, like all jittery, like don't know what the hell I'm doing. And I'm like, I, I, I hate it here. <laughs> and um, it took me a little while to kind of like, kind of like rejuvenate and kind of like, you know, I tend to do this with, with things in my life. I, I turn these bad experiences and I learn from it, but I, I physically learn from it first. And then I'm like, really start writing down things. What did I do? All different aspects. How can I improve? I taught myself how to retouch. Okay. I didn't know how to retouch. Mm-hmm. And I made that negative into a positive and I retouched Cassie's photos. I was, we shot Cassie, uh, Cassie's wedding, like with, I think a couple weeks right after that. And they wanted them retouched and I retouched them perfect. Amazing, Mag- the magazine said they loved it, you know? And I, I did it and boom, the Vogue thing happened. So it went from a super low, like low point, And I was like, all right, I have to teach myself, you know, how to color grade and retouch. Boom, and I it just it I just turned that into you know a positive, and that's when the casting thing happened. So, I mean, it, it, you know that was really hard. I think I think when when you're in a very low situation like that as a content creator, you really I think it's good to dwell in it, dwell in it, yeah. live it, feel it, you know, experience it, you know, give yourself some time to to feel it, you know, as long as you can, and and move on from it because you're only gonna learn only if you really love what you're doing it's a learning gonna, experience for sure man you're gonna yeah you're gonna love it you know you're gonna learn from it yeah that that's that's yeah. dude i can even imagine like what you went through with your with your footage from thailand dude that it was a nightmare dude i mean i've had corrupted files and stuff like that you know what i mean but like i dude i would fucking cry i swear i i think i would just right there in my car just break down and just fucking that's it Bro, I was <laughs> I was sick, dude. Dude, I I was dude. sick, man. Dude, and, like I, oh man. And you know what's crazy? Actually, we just we just talked about that in the last podcast too. Like, ever since I had that one the one uh, moment where I lost a lot of my footage, dude, mm-hmm. I literally have like three hard drives on me every shoot that I go to, and I yeah, back them up on every single hard drive. It's needed, bro. Those are those are the things that you got to go through, like the first wedding. You know, yeah. those are the type of instances that you have to go through to, you know, to be where you know you need to be. Because you're only gonna learn from that if you take it. Mm-hmm. And I, I made sure I learned from it, and eh, never again. That's you know? rough, man. That sucks. Yeah. But you know what? Like you said, man, it's a learning experience, and you've only grown since then. So that's fucking awesome, dude. I'm trying, man. And you I'm know. I've noticed that your your fiance is a very big support for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. She's she's great, dude. She's freaking like she's the brains in the relationship. 
um she she's really smart i'm like she she just got on board with my business is you know helping me and assisting me with on shoots and doing the paperwork invoices contracts and you know taxing taxes and all, all that you know business stuff on that side you know it, it me- is it's good that you have someone to help you with that too because it just opens you up to do the creative work you know i mean that that really yeah focus on again just boom get it out of the way yeah also too you know like you can't for something like this especially for like a you know individual small business like this like you can't really hire other people for this type mm-hmm. of stuff you know like um you don't know who you're gonna trust you know yeah. like oh, when yeah. i worked with offset his his offset's mom is his manager dude oh, and i was like i was like your mom's your manager he's like yep you can't trust no one i was like oh, oh I respect and I respect that. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, like, I'm I'm very thankful that she she's you know on board with this because you know, it'd be it'd be really hard to have someone else you know doing all this stuff. So so obviously I don't want to get into like your financials or anything, but like at what mm-hmm. point do you think you you guys felt comfortable enough where you guys could live off your income off photography to where both of you can do this together? So um um. You know, when we got this house, it wasn't like we're going to get this house. We're going to get it. You know, mm-hmm. we're living at her mom's house. Her mom's crib was like, was like a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> seven kids. Damn. Seven kids. Yeah. For instance, and like all the adults in there. And, you know, I was working a on a very, very small area. Bro. It, was, it was almost, it, it was crazy, dude. It was very hard on my mental. Um, you know, I think it was just. I don't know, man. It's just, you just started seeing the consistency, you know? And I think it was more of like the type of clients that I was starting to book, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, they were getting bigger and, and more consistent and, and contracts, you know, I think that's what it is. It's, you know, writing out w- once that started happening and, you know, we didn't really, we weren't really focused on like trying to make money, you know, I was more focused on like, I want to be creative, you know, I want to shoot more. Um, you know, we got the house because we just had to, you know, it was a split decision. We started looking in three weeks, we got it, you know, nice. we're only renting. So we're not, we didn't buy a house, you know, um, we're, I can't buy a house because um, my business legally started a year and a half ago on paperwork. Mm-hmm. So, um, you need like a two-year paper trail and all this stuff. So we only signed a one-year lease and plan on buying a house after this. There you go. But but before we were going to get this house, like I said, we had to make this decision kind of like instantly. It wasn't in our control. We had to move out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got a house because um, we're getting a van, okay? Okay. We're, we're getting um, a... Um, like a spring van? Yes. Yeah, we're, we're going to go with the Dodge Promaster because it's a lot cheaper and the same thing. Mercedes is just insanely expensive. Yeah. And um, I'm going to – this is what my 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 goal, my next big project is, and this is what I'm going to do, okay? Um, I'm going to get a van. I'm going to put solar. I'm going to put a bed. I'm going to put an office, okay? I'm going to make that shit look tight. <laughs> and I'm going to travel the U.S. and I'm going to make – some gnarly images oh, that's what i yeah, plan on doing man, that's and the fucking dream. I, that's I a plan that. for me too man i've thought about yeah. that too me and yeah. this will have actually like looked at buses dude like no no joke we've actually looked at buses my 
my neighbor across the street, his son has one of those little yellow buses. It's decked yes, out. Yes, dude. It's so sick. I'll send That's you guys. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I fucking so get like a short bus and just fucking customize it. Exactly. So I'm gonna do that, and you know, either she's gonna come with me. You know, she works with she works for NASA, um, but since like COVID right now, you know, things are all weird. So she's just with me right now, and you know, I just plan on you know starting to you know strategically hit up those tourism boards, those hotels, those outdoor brands like REI, like um, Patagonia, the North Face, and start trying to book those gigs. You know through my passion and my niche of travel and landscape, you know? So yeah. how do you do it? You need the content, you know? So if I were to get that van, it would be kind of like easy to go out and just create, you know, full time. And if I were to have solar in it, I'd be able to work on the go with my clients yeah. and book, book clients in Nevada, Wyoming, Oregon, Wherever. you know, and be on the road and just, you know, just live that nomadic lifestyle and um just just work dude just work and just shoot create dude that's all i want to do so right now we're like you know full-on like just saving for that you know there you go yeah man and that's kind of where i'm at right now too like that's that's been a like me and him have talked about it. obviously that was his goal first and like i thought about it. i was like you know what how badass would it be to just travel the u.s and and really just it live dope. that life you know what i mean where you can just go to sleep in your van wake up to a badass fucking sunrise and just take a picture and live go to sleep with a sunset and with the doors open you know what i mean like yeah yeah dude, that would be Definitely. so fucking sick so like that's the, that's the plan the big yeah. reason why i was all into that idea was just because i like i hate being in one spot for too long like Same. i i love seeing new stuff and like recently when i i went to arizona with this who and then utah the next day yeah, and all utah that traveling fun. yeah all that traveling utah just stills. felt so good man and then like coming back home i was just like well this sucks like <laughs> yeah. i want to constantly be moving man and that's yeah, why, like that, like a van man like a van and then and then constantly shooting for like brands and yeah. all this stuff man that's like that's always just that's my goal you know yeah it's yeah. just and that's I mean, fun it goes- for me it goes down with the emails, bro. It goes down. Yeah. You just honestly, there's so many different outdoor brands right now. So many brands right now that need content, you know. And yeah. it's just all about the outreach that, right that's, now. That's what I was gonna ask you. How would you go uh, like about asking like brands? How like how, how do you reach out to them? So this is so we. I've been. It's the holidays. Um, we have been slammed every single day. I've been shooting, you know, mm-hmm. a, a different gig, and it's like I have no time to do this so what we're gonna do you know winter's coming up and um you know what i'm basically gonna do for my first time trying it is i'm probably gonna buy a sick red north face jacket a sick Mm -hmm. one or a patagonia jacket or you know an rei tent something something Mm -hmm. dope okay probably buy all of those and i'm gonna go and have fun do my normal landscapes okay my normal travel Mm -hmm. stuff have fun live the experience and kind of just shoot a campaign that I'm not booked for, for them, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to shoot these product photos of either her in it, me in it. And I'm going to, first off, I'm going to study the brand, who they are, what they're about, what they like, look at their new products exactly. and kind of just show them, this is what I could be doing for your brand. You know, 
make cool little 15 second stories for them, send it to mm-hmm. them, you know, just do that. If it's not just the North Face, it's some other outdoor brand, you know, that's not as big as them, you know, and just kind of just do a whole outreach and kind of build a portfolio of like, hey, this is what your brand could look like if you guys could put me on assignment, you know, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, it, it, for, for instance, for something like that, it's kind of like, it'll be kind of more natural, you know, because it's what I love to do. I love to be in mm-hmm. nature, you know, well, just, you know, what's crazy, Danny, you've already done that, dude. Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. With who? Tilly's. <laughs> He's oh, like, oh, yeah, I was about to say that. I was, I was gonna bring that up that you've I, you've already done it, dude. Like you already shot something for Tilly's without even knowing it. And it blew up. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was shooting like just a random photo shoot for fun with my friend. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I shoot her all the time just because it's so natural there, you know. Like it, it's just so smooth. And uh-huh. she was wearing this dress, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like lay down right here in the grass. Let me get like a sick photo from like the top. Like uh-huh. it's you. And I took the photo, and I posted it. I tagged Tilly's. I didn't really think much of it. And then I woke up in the morning and my phone just blowing up. And then like she was like, "Oh my god, Tilly's reposted your photo!" T-. And then it was just like crazy notifications. See, that that's exactly how it is, dude. It's like you know brands see that stuff you know and if you know if they like it they'll put you they'll put you on assignment you know yeah you're good you're good that that's a big reason why like because i i'll do any type of photography you know i'll do weddings i'll do like like real estate too Mm -hmm. what's funny is i actually got him into real estate yeah 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 that's a big reason why i got the drone but i was like you know what i'm gonna use my drone for this and you know that one yeah Yeah. (laughs) well yeah like really my main goal and what i really like have always for years since i started like in photography was brands like i just love like getting these products not knowing what the hell i'm gonna do with them and then just like creating like like these scenarios i don't know it's just like these photos like it's insane because it's just my everyday life you know and especially lifestyle yeah Mm. lifestyle photography my favorite Mm -hmm. i love just hanging out with friends and getting those moments Mm -hmm. and then like capturing and then like end up being like good promotional photos or whatever i'm just like those are literally we were just hanging out yeah and that's and that's what the brands love to see Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. exactly I got really into like the nature stuff after I got uh, over like my city phase and all that. Cause when I first started, I was all into like urban exploration. Mm-hmm. I would go to a bunch of like abandoned places. I would just stay in the city, all these crazy things. But then I was like, you know what? Let me mix it up. Let me go to like the mountains. Let's go see what I can get over there. And I just fell in love. Cause I've always oh, loved yeah, the nature, man. But then shooting it is just, it's crazy. Like well, there's, there's times where I'm like, I'm, in awe and i don't shoot because i'm just like oh my god like it's so fucking beautiful like yosemite i didn't get a lot of like crazy shots because i was just like i dreamt about going there and when i finally went i was just like like looking around like all amazing phenomenal dude it's it's huge yosemite is insanely huge all i know is that we if we do take that trip in december you're gonna have to teach me how you shoot your astrophotography Oh, the astrophotography, dude! Freaking, it's such a complicated process. Oh. <laughs> I know, well, I still I mean, suck at get, it. <laughs> it's, I tried it. It's hard. It's it because like you have to map out where the Milky Way is going to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're in the Milky Way, but you the gas is, mm-hmm. you know. And there's two different ways. You know, you can do stacking the stacking method, which a lot of people like. A lot of people don't like because it's yeah, like, oh, it's not it. real, you know. But 
I love it because I print out my work. And when you print out the stacking method way, mm. it looks the same, but you're just denoising it in a certain way. Oh, or you yeah. use it. I need to learn how to do that. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could teach you guys, dude. It's honestly, mm. it's, it's, once you get it down, you'll be like, I see it. You know? Yeah. Cause all I, it is, what were you saying? <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say that I, I shot some, but they came out super noisy. Like, okay, when I was about yeah. to post them, like, on Instagram, I was like, fuck. Oh. Well, they so, look good the ones that i've posted like i've sh- i've sh- one of them i've even shot at twelve thousand eight hundred eyes so no Damn. man and Jesus. um and you could shoot it with a canon 30d you know like uh-huh. a canon a, an old canon camera and uh it you it's all about like stacking those images you know but i mean you could still get really great images with yeah you know just single exposure but astro's tight Astro is fun, dude. You just like you said, you gotta get it down right. Mm-hmm. You know, was, good was, tripod. Yeah, good I tripod. I was to do it, and I went to to Joshua Tree with him on the way back from Arizona to LA, and yeah. I was like, we're like, fuck it, let's just go. And I freaking tried it, and they came out so dope. But then after like I finished editing them, I was like, all right, they look so nice. And then like I opened them up, opened them up on my phone, and it was super mm-hmm. grainy. And I was like, what the. F- like, it's, it's not how it looks like, right here. The, you know? So it's confusing. The sweet spot is F, F2, 13 mm-hmm. seconds. Anything above 13 seconds, um, you're going to get like kind of like star trails movement because the earth yeah. spins, you know? Mm-hmm. So you want to hit it under 13 seconds at like ISO 3200, 6400. And you can't be greedy with ISO on this because you need to introduce a lot of light. Yeah. A lot of light into that sensor so um at 16 to 30 16 to 35 is like my favorite for landscapes yeah. you could even shoot at 2.8 you know but you're gonna get a lot of green a lot of green that's there. true well hopefully yeah. you, can, you can teach us a couple stuff <laughs> when we go you man it <laughs> sucks man we gotta have to wait till like may or april i was pissed man Fuck but, it. i was looking at, i was looking at some right now i was looking at some astro i was like damn we can't even shoot it right now because we're getting the weaker gases right now because mm-hmm. the, the earth spins in a weird way. Um, but the May and April is when it starts again, Astro season. Hell yeah. Well, I'm definitely excited. I'm man. Focus. excited. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, huh. Any, I guess kind of like, so we're kind of towards the end of it. Um, is there any kind of like advice you'd want to give to future photographers, anyone thinking about it or struggling with it right now? Yeah, dude. Um, you know, and I think it's kind of like what we've been talking about, like this whole entire conversation kind of, you know, if, you know, if you really love it, you're going to do it, you know, and treat it, treat it like you're in school, you know, depends on what you want to do with photography, whatever it is, you know, the name of the game is to just repetitions, the more you do it, the better you get, that's what it is. But I think, you know, you got to cancel out that you got to cancel out that outside perspective of what you do with any type of craft. I think we're in an era where we're so pressured to be the best of the best of the best. You know, I see that, uh, that sign behind you. It says one day at a time. Yeah. Yeah. One day at a time, yeah, man. you know, you know, one day at a time. And, you know, we're, we're pressured, you know, we're pressured to be the best because that's what, social media makes us you know and you know you got to just take it one day at a time keep it simple 
Um, it's not about the gear for people that are listening that are, you know, aspiring to be a photographer, you know, it's not really a label. You just do it. You know, you're going to go out there capture it. You want to get better. You study, you know, that's what I did. That's what you did. And that's what Danny did. Just go out there and, you know, just really pay attention. Don't, don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, I know (laughs) there's a lot of assholes in this industry you know, that you ask somebody a question, they're going to leave you on red. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need help. Like, what oh. f-stop do you shoot a landscape? And, you know, it happens to me. Like, like, hey, bro, like, you know, what you know, what lens do you use? Or where's the spot at? Why the fuck would I tell you? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, like, Dude, people, people are just fuck. so egotistical, so rude and stuff. And I think, you know, if you're going to want to get into something like this, right now is the time because a lot of people are doing it. Get yourself in a community, you know, mm-hmm. involve yourself around other creative people and being around those other creatives, you're only going to be influenced. Mm-hmm. And when you're influenced off passion and motivation, the, you know, it's like such a crazy like effect that you're just going to just boom, just grow, you know, yeah. so many different aspects in videography and photography. I say, learn them all. You know, if you want to be a portrait photographer, learn how to shoot landscapes. Why? It all it all involves light. Okay, you're gonna learn how to you know shape light, how to diffuse it, how to bend it, how to use it to your advantage. You know, Um, there's there's a lot of things you don't really need to go to college. You know, you really don't. If you want to learn the history of photography, I think it's a good thing to go. You know, go into college for that. You know. Yeah. If you want to teach it and and be employed by being a teacher, go to college for that. Get your credentials, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're YouTube University. That's what See we got, man. For real. <laughs> yeah. So it's freaking crazy. Um, you know, there's gonna be some ups. There's gonna be some downs. But never, never force it. Never force it. Always have fun. Yeah. Well, we definitely appreciate you coming on, man. It's 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 you know good to hear your story and how you got started and you know the struggles you've been through and you succeeded through it, man. So I really appreciate you sharing all that. I know it wasn't easy Thanks, and, brother. uh, you know, condolences to you about your best friend. Seriously. Now that that's, that's rough. Um, yeah. but you know what, like I said, man, you really found the light at the end of the tunnel and you really went through it and here you are, man. Take so, it one day at a time. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to see what yeah. else you do, man. I'm, and I, I keep, I keep an eye on your work and it's every day. It's amazing, man. So again, I can't wait to see what else you create and hopefully we can get together, man, and take that trip for sure. Dude, Canyonland. Heck yeah, Tell man. Me. Well, if he can't well, go, I'll definitely go. I'm going. <laughs> if he can't go, I'll definitely just hit me up. I'll be like, all right, bro. It's, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we for sure got to go. Yeah, we definitely. Sure gotta go. Um, okay. The way we like to end the podcast. Yes, I remember this time, Danny. Shut up. Um, the way that we like to end the podcast is we like you to shout out somebody you think deserves a shout out. Oh, dude. Oh, it would like any, any aspect. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh. I would definitely say, I mean, you guys like traveling and, and all that crazy stuff. I mean, go to, this dude's interesting as hell. His name is Kenny, Kenneth okay. Lopez. Uh, dude got stuck in Colombia during the pandemic. Oh, no job, no nothing. Came back to America with a girlfriend and a full-time business. And oh, damn. <laughs> freaking guy is a one talented businessman. <laughs> Damn, I need to check um, him out. <laughs> yeah. And go to yeah, Columbia. Kenneth, 
Yeah, dude is, that dude is crazy. He's like doing all this design work for all these people and stuff. I mean, that guy, that guy is really dope. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the Instagram, is there an Instagram or anything? Yeah. His Instagram is Kenneth K Lopez or Kenneth, Kenneth Lopez. Kenneth Lopez. Okay. He's, Definitely I'm check him out. Him. Cool. Cool. Yeah, at Kenneth Lopez. And if anybody wants yeah. to find you on Instagram, want to book you, anything like that, what do they, where do they find you? Uh, my Instagram's at Christopher Balladares. It's a, I know it's a long last name. I'm not Latino. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah. Um, so it's at Christopher Balladares. And if you, you want to talk to me, hit me up on Instagram messages. You got any business inquiries, just email me, you know, so we'll get to chatting right there. Cool. Cool. Well, chat, anybody listening, guys, I really, we really appreciate you guys being here. I know our viewership went up and down a lot today. Uh, anybody who is still here, I really appreciate you guys. Man, you know, this is, I'm not even gonna lie, this this podcast I was really nervous about, uh, but I'm really glad we did oh, it. And oh, uh, yeah, it was fun, man. Appreciate you. I, I love hearing yeah. about new, like different photographers' stories and perspectives, man. So, it's great. Yeah, man. yeah, I think this is one podcast where we both kind of geeked out on it. We're like, oh my God, photography, let's do it. I just, <laughs> dude, I'm in love with photography, bro. So. Hell yeah. Same here, bro. Same. I yeah, hopefully, for hours. hopefully, maybe we can get Jay on here. That'd be awesome. Yeah, get Jay up in there too, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's sure. he's dope too, dude. But cool, cool. All right, guys. Um, all right, hit, hit me up for the Kenyans. Definitely, brother. For sure. um, Ooh, just uh, hang out for a few minutes. I'm actually going to end this really quick and chat again. I appreciate you guys. Anybody listening? Thank you. Uh, next week we do have somebody new coming on. Her name is Nicole. She's actually a very, very, very good friend of mine, um, Nicole DeLeon. She's a very talented artist. I actually have one of her paintings on my wall right now. Um, man, she's she's an amazing person, amazing human being. She's very compassionate, and her art speaks a million words, dude. Like, it's it's just amazing, dude. Like, the, what, what she brings out in, in her artwork is just beyond words. Um, so next week we'll have her on. Um, I'm really excited to bring you guys that episode and we'll see where we go from there guys. So thank you guys so much again. I really appreciate you guys and we will see you guys on the next episode. Cool. What's